Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, whether you're watching us on the stream later or live. I hope uh, more people start joining us live. We'd like more conversations. Um, Prasad, and as you know, is the man for all the answers, and um, it'd be good to get your questions on board. But don't forget, also, you can check out the podcast. Uh, we've got really good support on the podcast. So hopefully this stream will encourage more of you to join us live as well. Um, so it's a warm welcome to Prasan. Prasan, how are you? And um, we have got a slightly different um, start to the show. But uh, firstly, good to have you again. Are you are you well? Yeah, thanks for having me again, Bharat. I'm doing very well. Uh, hopefully good, you're doing good. well too. Yes, absolutely. But I've got a, uh, I want to change the format. Uh, and I want to put you on the spot um, from the start, because obviously I want to know how your week's been, uh, how it is there. Just to give you a very quick update here on the weather, like it's um, a, an English thing to do, but uh, we've had a bit of snow overnight, so we've got a bit more snow on the way, but I'm looking at, at a wide uh, view. Uh, but um, I've got a bit of a, well, not a bit of a problem, but a bit of an issue, and I'm going to put you in the spot live, and it'll go out uh, on the podcast as well in terms of your advice. So um, I'm, I'm captaining a, a team. Um, on Monday. I'm pretty sure I'm going to win the toss. Uh, we're playing at home. We've never lost in this uh, venue for over 30 years. Uh, the away team, <laughs> their star batsman's not there. Um, the main bowling attack has all been injured. Uh, All-rounder has been injured. I think their bowling attack has probably played less than eight, nine test matches, hardly got 10 wickets between them, whereas my boys have got uh, over a thousand wickets. Um, do I need to worry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you you certainly need to worry. Uh, really? You know, absolutely, you need to worry if you're facing the same India team that played against Australia at the Gabba. Uh, look, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't think you could have put it any better because of all the challenges, all the obstacles that the Indian team had. Uh, so many star players weren't available and for that Indian team, you know, people named it all sorts of things, you know, India under 19, India A, India B, India C. Uh, then they, they gave it all sorts of names and eventually it was that brigade, those 11 players and obviously with the additional help of the physio and uh, Ravi Shastri, Vikram Rathor, Bharat Arun, every single person in that Indian team must be credited for what uh, will go down as one of India's best ever overseas test wins. So, you certainly need to be worried if you're playing that Indian team. If you're playing any other team in Leicester, I think it should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did message you um, on the end of the fourth day and I thought, you know, hopefully we'll get some rain because rain was predicted on my weather app for Brisbane and I thought we'd get away with a draw. Never in my wildest dreams did I think we would win on the fourth day at Brisbane, uh, chasing over 300. Um, and you've mentioned, you know, the team and um, every single player contributed but and you said that it's one of the best for me it is the best away test match win ever yeah well to be honest I, I say it is one of the best because I haven't followed cricket for a couple of decades like a couple of others have probably followed in my close circles uh, probably you have as well but I mean to be honest yeah it is probably India's best ever overseas test win uh, because purely because of the way you know uh, the last series panned out, the last time the two sides played, you know, Australia were all about, oh, we don't have Smith and Warner, you know, this is not a full-strength squad. Who did we have? We had Rahane, we had Bujara, we had Rohit Sharma, 
we didn't have anyone else i mean it was just these three from uh, you know the main team that we generally have and uh, we still won the test match so i don't think the australians have anything to talk about i think um, i i was pleasantly surprised actually didn't sack tim payne you know probably that just came out of emotions more than logic uh, but uh, you know i i i really thought that was something that would happen but kudos to the way the whole indian team played you know i mean the first innings washington sundar and uh, shardul tako you know uh, the way they scored that half century so mature of them uh, the way they were about that business um, so, so much so that shardul tako is now called uh, shardulkar uh, you know after that uh, amazing uh, you know sort of cut and uh, cover drive that he played off mitchell stark so in the second innings obviously shubman gill with that important 50 and rishabh pant you know this has been all about the youngsters and safe to say that indian cricket is extreme is an extremely safe hands uh, courtesy of this win that we pulled off at uh, brisbane and i don't know about you but um and i said it in the previous test matches that the tension felt like i was watching a white ball cricket final india were in the mm-hmm. final of the world cup or t20 or some major final it felt that sort of a tension yet i was watching test cricket it was incredible um uh, you know you don't get that sort of tension or pressure often you you do get it watching leicester quite a bit i'll be honest with you but not <laughs> um the indian cricket team unless they what you you're watching them in a white ball final i don't know how you got through that um that day um were you are you like me that's uh, not superstitious but you know if things are going well i'm not going to change the way my i'm sitting or the, the way my surroundings are uh, it gets to that level i'm afraid when things are high pressure um how was it for you on that last day obviously for me it was early early morning um how is it for you oh it, it i mean i i think all the pain translated into something that was really worth uh, the wait and uh, you know really worth watching that whole spectacle that really unfolded uh, in front of us on tv but i can only imagine what the thousands of indian fans at the gaba watching the match live really felt because um i i did say in the last uh, you know when uh, when india pulled off that draw at sydney that uh, that was the first day that i watched the whole day of test cricket without even missing a single ball this is the second day that i watched the whole day of uh, uh, second time that i watched a whole day of cricket without missing a single ball so i was counting on each and every single ball you know uh, the last time in sydney obviously rishabh pant unfortunately couldn't pull it off but that's the character that he brings to the table you know the the sort of player that he is again he put us all on tender hooks um but he really went about his innings with pure class uh, an 89 that will be remembered for a very very long time Yeah absolutely and it's something that I uh, we said uh, in a previous show that um, you know uh he's took he's taken a lot of stick let's face it let's be honest whether it's about his keeping his shot, his shot selection uh, maybe to an extent his attitude um and I said you know people shouldn't remember his innings at uh, in that test and um make sure that you know you don't have short memories he will play a bad shot in the future more likely more bad shots than good shots but we've got to give him that leeway he deserves that leeway i think he's that sort of player that can and has proven that he can change the game win a game for us with it, with the with, with the way he plays and i really hope the media and the supporters don't have short memories um and um you know there there will come a time when he when you think why did you play that shot it's cost us the game but no let's keep him the way he is let's keep him uh, playing like that because that takes guts to play like that in a situation like that i think uh, that's the, the sort of image of these young players that are coming through 
they're very confident and we've said it before and I love it. I think uh, there is a fine line, but I think we're on the right side of that line with all these players coming through extremely confident. And you mentioned the whole team, really. I mean, uh, Shubman Gill and you can get through the whole lineup of the young players playing there. This is the toughest away uh, place to go. Uh, as a young person or making uh, your debut or starting off your test career. But the way they performed, it's been incredible. Yeah, it's been simply superb. You know, I think um, the way the players have transitioned from that India A level to get to the senior team. And, you know, I mean, it's one thing to get to the senior team and uh, represent India, but uh, to actually perform so uh, so brilliantly and sort of, uh, you know, push for a win, Make sure that, uh, you know, you always have the opposition frustrated and pulling the hair out of their heads. I think that's what even uh, Shadur Thakur mentioned that, uh, you know, the India A transition has made it so smooth. And um, that's that's just the way Indian cricket is at the moment. I think uh, the junior circles are being treated very, very well. Uh, they get so many matches to play. I think there are a lot of practice matches. Uh, even recently, Bharat Arun, uh, you know, during a press conference mentioned how the batting coach Vikram Rathod made sure that... Uh, all the bowlers, you know, even the net bowlers, uh, you know, Shardul Thakur, Washington Sundar, all of them got a chance to bat in the nets for at least half an hour in every session. And uh, that's what that that's what really helped, uh, you know, both of them score those runs that they did uh, in the test match. So, a lot of credit has to go to the support staff. There's absolutely no doubt about it. But uh, ultimately, it comes down to how a, a player does uh, individually on the day. And uh, I think Indian cricket certainly is moving in the right direction uh, by what we've seen in this India-Australia series. And um, you mentioned, um, I'm just sorry, I was looking at a comment that they were unable to hear you. So I'm just making sure that they can hear you on the live stream. Uh, but um, in terms of... Um, uh, the bowlers and uh, even with our first line pace attack, you know, to get 20 wickets on that wicket, uh, Brisbane wicket, uh, is some achievement. It's some, you know, outstanding bowling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I, I think the Australians are pleasantly surprised with the way uh, all, the, all the bowlers bowl, you know, all of them, Sirat, Saini, Shardo, Dakur, Natarajan, you know, it, it takes a lot of guts, you know, you can't really just come straight into the national side and make such an impact because you do need to have that experience from junior circles and uh, that's exactly what all of these guys have. Um, they have a lot of experience playing junior cricket, playing domestic cricket and that's why they've come there and done so well. And I think in a sense, test cricket is moving in that direction, you know, you're not going to have uh, dull draws anymore. Uh, they're probably a thing in the past. Uh, you're going to see teams... Uh, looking to score runs um, and a lot of times, you know, uh, maybe out of uh, 50 shots that you play, five of them will probably be loose shots which uh, lead to wickets. So, uh, it, it's going to be a part of the game. I, I don't see dull draws happening anymore, especially not in Indian cricket with the way Virat Kohli's introduced that culture of pushing for a win. Ravi Shastri has also introduced that culture. So, uh, it's certainly the way Indian cricket is moving forward. Yeah, and, and you say um, you won't see dull draws. I don't think you'll see dull draws of India are in that match, uh, based yeah. on uh, the um, the way we play. And like you said, led by the captain. And we'll come to the we'll come to Virat in a bit. Uh, but I, I really want to focus on the greatest away win, um, maybe greatest Test win. I mean, obviously the Kolkata. David and uh, Dravid and uh, Lakshman uh, innings. You've got to pull up there as well, but. Um, in terms of this test, and uh, you mentioned that Tim Payne um, is under a bit of pressure. Um, I think um, Ravi, I know he did a motivational 
speech, but I think uh, they didn't help themselves with the comments they made that went public, uh, that were picked up on the mic. Can't wait to get you to the Gabba. Um, there was no more motivation needed. They were really confident the Aussies going here. And we mentioned some of the issues the Indian team had, but let's not forget, you know, they've been in quarantine, which is not easy. They've been in that bubble. Um, and uh, to keep the motivation, keep the um, spirits high, You've got to, and you said it at the start, you've got to give it a lot of credit to uh, Ravi and the, uh, the coaches and the backroom team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's never easy to live a quarantine life. I think uh, all the players have got uh, sort of accustomed to the whole quarantine ever since the IPL started. Uh, you know, all of these guys played in the IPL. Most of them, actually, uh, obviously, guys like Pujara, Vihari didn't play, but most of them did play the IPL and, uh, you know, they didn't get used to the quarantine. But then again, it's it's never easy. You know, you, you're, you're shifting cities. Uh, you want to go and look around in the city. You want to explore. You want to sort of, um, you know, hang around with your own teammates. But all that's not possible because of uh, the modern day that we live in. So, uh, huge kudos to the way the team has gelled together. The way the uh, sports staff has made sure that the players are in their comfort zone. Um, none of them have real bad breakdowns or any anything of that sort. At least not come to light. So, Phenomenal effort, I think, uh, to win 2-1 in Australia against a full-strength Australian squad. I think easily one of Indian India, uh, Indian cricket's best achievements uh, in the last four or five years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a friend of mine was saying um, at the start of the uh, fifth day, the odds here, I know betting is not allowed in India, but uh, the odds over here were 40-1 to 1 on uh, India to win. Um, I wish I took that uh, bet on. Um, uh, th that, that was the... Uh, mountain that the Indian players had to um, climb, and they did climb. Uh, but you know, it's hard to pick, pick a player. I know Pant took all the credit, right? Deservedly so as well. But in terms of the whole Test series, I mean, I think there was only three players that played all four Test matches. Uh, we had a lot of changes for injuries and various reasons, so it, it was a real squad victory. And um, I think you said it as well. The depth of Indian cricket was really highlighted in an amazing way uh in this series it's hard to pick up you know a man of the series for me anyway yeah absolutely i think you're uh you're spot on there each and every player contributed in their own way i think uh rohit sharma scored an important 50 in the first innings shubman made up for his uh failure with that seven and with a 91 in the second innings uh pujara rahane obviously rahane scored that very very important century yeah. uh you know that that helped india win so Pujara, in his own way, stonewalled uh, the Australian bowlers out of the out of each and every match, almost except that uh, Adelaide debacle. So, in that sense, I think every every single player played a huge role. Um, Ashwin, obviously, good to see that he's finally finding some form with the bat because he's been under the scanner for a long time, uh, given his poor run of scores over the past uh, few Test matches. Um, Bihari, you know, I mean, I I spoke to him the other day, and uh, you know the. Uh, you you could sense that feeling that he had in his voice, uh, you know, when uh, when when I spoke to him, he was say, he was so happy about the fact that he produced that knock, and he was obviously disappointed to not be there in Brisbane. But that's that's just the way Indian Test cricket is. There are so many quality players in the side, and there's only eleven that you can pick. So at the end of it, to see all the players taking making the most out of the opportunities that they get is fantastic for the future of Indian cricket. And overall, uh, in an in an Indian cricket perspective, you know, I I don't think there can be anything better than uh, pulling off a win against a strong Australian squad with uh, even a fully depleted uh, Indian side in a sense. And I'm glad you mentioned. I was going to bring up the uh, brilliant interview you did with um, 
uh, Vihari and all the players were welcomed as if they did come back after winning the World Cup um, or World Championship of some sort, and quite rightly. Um, how was he? Um, did he give you an insight into what it was like uh, being part of that squad and team and playing in Australia? Yeah, I mean, uh, he, he was very, very sweet about uh, everything that happened. I think uh, he was actually, I mean, he he was at the NCA when I when I did speak to him and uh, he had just finished the session. So he did speak about how the atmosphere in the dressing room was right after the match. Uh, you know, him needing to take that walk back to the dressing room, was probably, he said, was probably one of the most painful things that's happened to him. But uh, once he went in, he just, you know, sort of sat down on the chair. Everyone came and hugged him. And uh, it, it was it was a whole set of emotions, uh, you know, really for for anyone and you could see you could see what that draw meant for the Indian team everyone was out uh, out of the balcony uh, they were patting Ashwin and Bihari and uh, yeah I, I think this series just encapsulates all the emotions into one picture and uh, this is easily I mean honestly you know probably uh, more than anything this series certainly deserves an Amazon documentary if nothing else <laughs> absolutely um we're just trying to sort out your sound. It seems your sound isn't coming through, but we'll work on that. And obviously, we'll carry on and uh, we'll put this. Um, I've just lost my uh, train of thought, but it's good people are watching this um, live and uh, uh, sharing um, any issues with us. But um, we've not had this issue before. But um, in terms of um, um, the players coming back, and you, you mentioned Vihari and. Uh, the amazing reception they've had. Um, how's the, and I saw some of the pictures, I think, was it uh, Natrajan going back to his village? That was amazing scenes, or was it Saini? And you had quite a few boys from Karnataka. Um, how, how's it all been through the media and watching it all? Yeah, I think uh, Natrajan was received with a hero's welcome. He was given a chariot. He had a he had a bodyguard with him, uh, you know, when he went back to his village. So, a whole lot of the villagers, I think the whole village was basically there uh, welcoming him after that uh, heroic performance in Australia. And uh, Shardul Thakur, obviously, I mean, Ajinkya Rahane, they had a very nice cake for him. And I think it is also all over the news that uh, he didn't cut the cake because it had a kangaroo on it. And, uh, you know, he wanted <laughs> to respect the emotions and uh, what's associated with it in terms of the series. So, uh, obviously, everyone's getting a hero's welcome in India and rightly so because... Uh, as you mentioned, this is probably India's best ever, best test, uh, best series win, so to say. Yeah, and what? And you mentioned, you know, he didn't. He wanted to pay respect to the kangaroo, and he didn't want to cut it. And I thought it was an incredible gesture by the Indian team presenting uh, the shirt, uh, the signed shirt um, to the uh, spinner. Um, it just shows a lot of class, a lot of class. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that's that's where cricket is right now. You know, at the start of the series, uh, we were all wondering if, uh, you know, all the Australian players or even Indian players, for that matter of fact, have softened up because of the IPL contracts and uh, having played together in the IPL. And uh, I think in a way, that's also a restored humanity. You know, I mean, given the fact that at the end of it, it is cricket. After the series, players will move on. I think um, even after what Tim Payne told Ashwin uh, during the Sydney test, he went and apologized to him. So, it's all a matter of uh, being on the field and, uh, you know, breathing fire, so to say. But uh, I, I, I think it's a wonderful gesture and uh, that just speaks volumes of who Ajinkya Rahane is as a captain. He didn't need to do that. Um, you know, there, wa there wasn't much that we could make out of uh, how Nathan Lyon was feeling. He probably just uh, clapped a bit and then went and took the shirt and then came back. But uh, that's 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 just uh, that's just fantastic for the spirit of the game. I think it was a great gesture and uh, Indian cricket is certainly moving in the right direction. Even in this sense that uh, players respect each other, they respect opponents, and uh, 
we can win more than anything. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, just looking back a few years, Test cricket was really being questioned. You know, a lot of uh, teams were saying, you know, it's just it doesn't get the crowds and it doesn't get the money. But I think I have to give Virat a lot of credit. He takes Test cricket very, very seriously. And he's instilled that in the whole Indian team or anybody that comes into it. And I think Indian cricket deserves, Virat especially, deserves a lot of credit in putting Test cricket back on a par with the white ball cricket. Absolutely. I think uh, there are so many debates going on, uh, you know, whether Ajinkar Hane should take over captaincy full-time. I, I think that's absolutely not needed at all. You know, I, I don't even know why that's uh, coming into the picture because Virat Kohli is the captain of the Indian team. Uh, once he's back, he's certainly going to take over that uh, that role at number four and uh, he's also going to captain the side. If Rohit Sharma goes out of the team and, uh, you know, Prithvi is probably playing in his place, once Rohit Sharma comes back, he's not going to replace Navdeep Saini as a bowler, is he? He's going to uh, do exactly what the role he's been asked to. Virat Kohli has taken this Indian team to great heights, you know, uh, what what was labelled as a very, very spin-intensive side and a side which depended wholly on the spinners is now talking all about the pacers and, uh, you know, all about the youth in the team. So, Virat Kohli is a, a real role model and a real leader for the side and he's really transitioned from the, te uh, the team from just another ordinary, ordinary test side to pretty much world beaters in a sense. So, I think uh, Kohli is definitely the rightful captain of this Indian test team. Yeah, and I saw that in the interview um, uh, Coach Shastri and uh, Rana did, uh, where Coach Shastri says, you know, this victory wasn't over uh, five days or over a short series, not short series, but a series in Australia. This win is on the back of the work that's been done over the past three, four years, and that's been under the captaincy and coaching of Shastri and uh, Virat. So, yeah, it's 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 been building to this and um, they're at that level where, you know, there were some doubts whether they'd get into the world champion. I know I've talked about this. I think um, it'll be incredible if we can get to the first final. I think we've improved our chances no end by uh, this victory uh, because I remember speaking to you about it after the first test, which seems a distant memory now, by the way. Uh, but um, it's certainly t improved our chances of getting into the the first w uh, World Test Championship final. Um, but as we look ahead, because it's now to the big one, um, certainly for us living in England, um, England are having it quite easy in Sri Lanka at the moment, relatively easy, but we would expect that. Um, what do you think of the squad that's been picked? Uh, uh, is that in mindful that the first two Test matches in Chennai and the second two in uh, Ahmedabad at the new stadium and the conditions might be slightly different or uh, what was the reason for picking only the first uh, the squad for the first two test matches and what do you think of the squad by the way some big names back yeah I think you're right I think uh, they just want to see how the conditions at Chennai play out how some of the players who are coming back from an injury sort of uh, you know make their uh, comeback, so to say, because Ishan Sharma is back, Kale Rahul is back, um, you know, Hardik Pandya, very importantly, is back into the side. Um, whether he'll play as a, I think he's going to play as a specialist batsman yeah. and uh, he won't be bowling much. So, Aksar Patel uh, has also made, I mean, uh, has been called into the side. So, Kuldeep Yadav has been retained. Uh, quite a few very interesting choices there in the squad. Uh, otherwise, it, it looks a pretty standard squad that uh, really played in Australia. Uh, Prithvi Shah has been benched. Um, Natarajan has been rested for the 
uh, first two tests. So I think a lot of important calls have been made. Uh, the first two tests will sort of determine how the squad moves for the next two test matches. But I think it's going to be pretty similar unless they want to rest a few players ahead of the limited overs tour. So, I mean, um, fixture. So, uh, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's very interesting to see how Hardik Pandya makes a comeback into the side because he's also recently gone through a personal tra tragedy mm. as well. So, he's yeah, absolutely. To, um, sort of, you know, get that, get, get that behind him and uh, get back to what he does best. So, uh, a very, very interesting squad. I think very, very strong squad, so to say. And uh, England certainly have their task cut out because uh, this is a very strong Indian side. And uh, it looks like there aren't too many good players of spin in England. Uh, I mean, you can probably tell me better. But apart from Joe Root, it looks a little like Dom Sibley and a couple of the others are a little circumspect uh, about the way they go about spin. So, it's going to be a very interesting series. And Chennai is known to be a dust bowl. So, I think India certainly have the advantage going into the first two tests. It's funny you should mention spin uh, because I was watching a program here on a, one of the cricket forums and they were highlighting the pace stack we've got and um, the really good range of uh, bowlers we've got available now on the bench and playing. And but you highlighted uh, what used to be the, what I thought used to be the case that you know any team coming to India needs to be able to play spin, um, but with Aksar there. Um, I don't know if um, uh, Kuldeep will get a look in, but um, I think um, we'll be going with a pace attack, more reliant on the pace attack than the spin. Or do you think, because of what you said, that Chennai will be a dust bowl? Do you think it will be a dust bowl? Uh, I mean, traditionally, Chennai is known to produce a lot of spin. And uh, that's one of the reasons why Ashwin and uh, Sundar have been so successful, because... They've grown in those conditions and they've sort of, uh, you know, they, they are India, there's two leading spinners. So, I feel India will go in with three spinners and probably two pacers. Um, you know, if that's something they want to do, maybe they'll play Sundar and Ashwin. Maybe, hopefully, Kuldeep Yadav gets a look in, you know. Um, obviously, I, I, I think it'll be a rough, it'll be a little rough to drop, uh, you know, Washington Sundar after what yes, he did. Absolutely. Which just means, um, probably, you know... Um, Hardik Pandya might have to sit out, but that's again something that they will need to look at how they can balance that 11. And it'll be interesting to see how Rishabh Pant keeps uh, to all these spinners because uh, we could see how it's spun in uh, Brisbane and how it's spun in Sydney, and uh, it's going to be a lot tougher in India. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be very interesting to see how they pick that 11. It's, it's going to be very challenging for sure. Um, but I mean, on that note, I, I probably just wanted to ask you, you know, I mean, England's, England for a long time have been a side. Uh, you've got very good spinners. Monty Panessa was one. Graham Swan was one. But now with Dom Bess and Jack Leach coming into this uh, team, uh, do, you, do you feel, you know, the, the spin quality is good enough uh, to challenge the Indian team? I think they are very good spinners. Um, uh, th th there's been a lot of talk about uh, the uh, spinning department in, in England because of the nature of the wickets here. Uh, apart from when they go to South Asian countries, which they've not been for a while, the spinners don't usually get a look in. Uh, but I think you'll be surprised with these spinners. Um, I think they are good. Um, I think um, we'll see, it'll be uh, they're getting a bit of a, a warm up, as it were, in Sri Lanka as well. Um, are you saying sort of hope or, uh, belief that they will come good? <laughs> uh, I think our players are good enough to play them, but I think they aren't. They they shouldn't be um, ignored. I think it's the word I'm looking for. I don't think that you you should uh, take them lightly. Um, any spinners that make it into the England team, they're going to be quality. Uh, I can assure you of that. Um, so 
if it's going to be a dust bowl, um, I think um, it'll really test our uh, batsmen's um, uh, playing against spin as well. Uh, obviously, you, you mentioned that England. Uh, we'll see how they play against spin, but uh, it'll, it'll test our players as well. So I wouldn't take them lightly, put it that way. Um, but okay. um, I'm, I'm not surprised, but, you know, with you saying we'll go with two paces and three spin, um, it'll be interesting. Uh, it's not what I was expecting, but obviously, you know, the pitch is there and what it'll play um, because um, I thought that'd go the other way, three and two, but that'll be interesting. Uh, see how that goes. And obviously they're playing for the Anthony Domello trophy. I don't know how popular that trophy is, but I'm a lot more confident that we'll be retaining this trophy. I know we won it 4-0 last time. Um, I don't think it'll be 4-0 this time. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think England are fairly, fairly decent in uh, you know the squad that they have, obviously, with Stokes coming back. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how he does because he's an imperative part of the side. Uh, Josh Butler, I think, is flying out after the, after the first test, if I'm not wrong, or is he going back after the second test? First uh, test, I'm guessing. Uh, Butler's yeah. going to be flying out. So, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how they go about their, their 11. Uh, you know, India are obviously coming in full of uh, high in confidence. Um, and I think it'll be very, very important for India to knock Joe, Joe Root out early. Uh, because he's obviously the key part of the England's batting lineup, and if they manage to do that, then England are certainly going to be under a whole lot of pressure. So I, I think it's definitely going to be advantage India going into the series, and uh, I, I'm not sure it's going to be four nil. I think it's probably going to be three nil. Uh, but I, I definitely don't see England winning any of the Test matches for sure. Oh well, <laughs> that's a big call um, because they're quietly confident um, uh, coming there. I think that they've uh, managed this well, playing in Sri Lanka first, and then coming to India. Um, like I said, treating it as uh, a warmer because Sri Lanka are not the team that they used to be uh, playing at home. Although they've had, they've had a good first innings uh, this time round, uh, but um, I'm really looking forward to it and um, seeing how um, the Eng England play uh, because they looking at that the couple of programs I did featuring this um, uh, series um, they're quietly confident they've got the the batsmen the bowlers to uh, put pressure on India so it'll be interesting to see um, I just want to go back to something that you mentioned um, and obviously there's um, uh, a, a, a new Monty although you probably won't like me saying that uh, a young person by the name of um, Gurmaran Singh Verdi, he's been um, picked uh, right arm off break. Uh, we'll see if he gets a look in uh, from uh, playing in India. It will be a big, big uh, choice if he does play, but uh, it's good that they're taking him for the experience, if nothing else. Uh, but I just want to bring you back uh, to the captaincy and the fact that you raised uh, the question. I'm surprised. We've talked about this a lot of a lot of times, many times, about uh, Virat and Rahane. And there was all that question before in the IPL about Rohit and uh, Virat. Um, I'm really surprised because, you know, why is this talk happening? Is this something about Indian media or uh, is it coming through the supporters forums, Twitter, social media? Uh, where's this talk coming? Why are we even thinking about it, like you said? I think it's coming from everywhere. You know, I think uh, obviously fans have a lot more access to social media than what it was probably a couple of years ago, maybe a decade ago. Uh, fans are a lot more open to voicing out their opinions and thoughts on what they want. Uh, you know, in, in a matter of speaking, if 
I think the whole the way the Indian team won, uh, you know, uh, there was absolutely no discussion about Virat Kohli at all uh, after that. The the way India drew that Sydney Test, so I think in a sense people are very happy with what India have achieved under Ajinkya Rahane, and uh, for a matter of fact, I think that that just stems from the fact that Virat Kohli has really transitioned the side from uh, you know what it was to what it is, and a lot of people are are probably uh, you know going to going to go against this, but I feel Virat Kohli. Like you know, has fifty percent of credit to go with uh, with the way these players have uh, sort of improved in their skill sets, and the other fifty percent obviously comes down to their own skill sets and uh, the support staff. So I don't even see the reason why this debate has come up. You know, Ajinkya Rahane, as a matter of fact, will probably be a lot more happier to be Virat Kohli's understudy and uh, you know, sort of learn from the way uh, Virat Kohli has been leading. Probably the only issue that I see in Virat Kohli is his firebrand attitude and he wants a result out of every single ball. But that's just the way someone is, you know. We, mm. we were speaking about Rishabh Pant earlier and uh, he shouldn't be curved. His natural yeah. instincts are to hit the ball and uh, he should completely do that. You know, you can't ask Pujara to score a, uh, you know, 25 ball 50 in a test match. He, he won't do that. So, if you curb someone's natural instincts, that just means that you're trying to take uh, the natural game away from them. And that just does, doesn't help. So, in that sense as well, Virat Kohli's been bred as a captain. Uh, he's led the side fabulously well. We've won so many important matches under him. And uh, I think that's just the way it should remain. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I really don't get this. And uh, you, you mentioned it, so I to just ask the question as to where this talk is coming from. And I think um, if you ask Jinx, he's probably happy to keep his unbeaten captaincy record as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, he, couldn't, he wouldn't have wanted it any better. Uh, when, when he took over captaincy at uh, Melbourne, he, he had two wins out of two matches. Uh, he won his third match, he drew his fourth match and he won his fifth match. So... Uh, he's not lost a single game and, uh, you know, obviously, given the way Indian cricket is, I think uh, when Virat Kohli is out next, you know, God forbid, he doesn't. But if he has to go out for some reason, I think uh, Ajinkar Hane will be more than handy as captain. So, he certainly won't, won't want to break that record and uh, he looks a very calm and reassuring captain, that's for sure. You know, he lets players do their things. He lets them learn and, uh, you know, sort of, he, he just gives them that helping hand and he isn't very forceful on the players. And I think a lot of them have mentioned that as well. Shardul did, Washington Sundar did recently. Siraj also spoke about how calm and um, you know how helpful Rahane was. So I think it's great for Indian cricket that they have that leadership group. Uh, Bumrah also, in a sense, you know, he's really helping the younger bowlers in the side. Rohit Sharma is helping the batsmen. So it's a very very good setup that Indian cricket has. I think we should learn to enjoy what we have and not ask for more or try and make too many changes, which will eventually just um, sort of you know, put everything into a whole mixed bag of confusions. And that's just not what Indian cricket should be about. No, 100%. And I think I, um, we mentioned it after the IPL that they're trying to create a bit of a disruption in the dressing room, having all this talk between Rohit and uh, uh, Virat. Now it's uh, Virat and uh, Ajinka. I think it's totally out of order. And like I said, um, I think um, if Jinx never captains again, he will be remembered and he will quite rightly retire very very proud having captain india um for all the test matches and especially the last series win um i think that will um he's already got a record to be proud of so yeah let's let's not have any more talk of that no matter what happens in the next series um but you know cricket continues and um we mentioned the Mushtaq Ali. Oh, 
one other thing I wanted to ask you, and I think it was only I saw it today. Uh, there'll be no crowds in Chennai. Um, it's going to be played behind closed doors. Are you surprised with that announcement? No, absolutely not. I think that's that's a very good move. Uh, to be very honest, I think because in India, I think we've discussed this earlier as well. When uh, even the series before the Australia series or even before the IPL happened. We discussed how India is a very cricket crazy nation, and uh, it's not going to be very easy for the for the officials or the policemen, to, so to say, to actually control the crowd. So I think, in a sense, it's great. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think people will need to wait a little longer, and it's only safe that uh, you know what what they're doing, uh, you know, playing behind closed doors. That's the right decision. Um, so I I'm hundred percent on board with that, and uh, I think uh, fans will just need to wait a little longer to get back into the stadiums and. If that comes at the health of, uh, I mean, if it if going to the stadium at the cost of health and safety is something that needs to be done, I, I don't think it should be taken up at all. So playing behind closed doors, I think, is a good decision. In terms of um, the way Australia did it, you know, and what we have here, if you get tested, um, we've got an app where you can upload it, so it's recorded, so you can show somebody you've been tested and it's negative. Is there, if you get a test in India, firstly, is the test available readily? Can anybody get it anytime? And secondly, do you have some proof that you know you're negative that you can show? Yeah, we do have a couple of tests uh, here in India. Um, I think there are two to three uh, that we do have. And uh, they give us a report. I, I think it's a soft copy and not a hard copy. So we do have proof saying, uh, you know, we're negative and uh, it's all good to go. Um, so we do have that here, but I'm not sure how much that can be, um, you know, sort of inculcated into the system and uh, make it foolproof, so to say. So I think it's going to take a little right. bit of time. Obviously, we have uh, a lot of vaccines being rolled out across different yeah. states in the country mm. and uh, that's good to see so hopefully i i think uh, steadily you know touch wood uh, the cases are going down on a daily basis so in that sense i think it's it's, it's progressing in the right direction and uh, hopefully in a month or two i think we should be good to go and, and you mentioned you know nobody needs to say when even if there's a, a cricket commentary around a radio in india let alone a tv there's a crowd do you think people will keep away from the stadium in chennai or will it need uh, police uh, presence? Well, I hope that people keep away because we can't afford any uh, cases uh, with uh, such an important series uh, in line. So I think it's certainly going to be barricaded uh, is what I've heard. I think uh, they're going to have a one kilometer radius um, within which it's going to be all barricaded and uh, fans obviously won't be allowed. Or, I mean, even if they do decide to allow fans, it probably be within um, a certain radius of the stadium and uh, I, I think the uh, hotel is going to be obviously fully isolated for all the others. Uh, it'll be only the team and the support staff. So, uh, I'm, I'm not too sure about all the measures that uh, BCCI is taking for the series, but uh, I'm sure that uh, they'll consider all these different factors when they do. And in terms of uh, the media, I know um, how the media is not still allowed um, for the ISL, but they have a pool where the questions are put through to um, the managers and players. Um, how's the media been um, treated in terms of how they will interact in the test matches? Uh, well, we do have uh, pre-match and post-match conference links that are sent to us on Zoom. Um, okay. So by the BCCI. So it's generally a very, very short conference, about 30 minutes, about 15 to 16 journalists get to ask their questions and uh, they, they keep the answers short. So in that sense, I think um, BCCI is doing a good job in trying to get us also access to what the players are thinking 
uh, what specific uh, players are thinking and what the motives are, what the plans are. So um, I, I think that's that's just a modern age and there's nothing else that can be done. Um, a Zoom call is all that we can probably afford at this stage, considering health and sanitization standards. So, uh, but it's good from the BCCA that they're inviting a whole lot of uh, media houses. I think we have about 70 odd journalists on any call. Oh, so. Wow. Um, that's good to see, I think. Uh, and that's just the maximum that we can do in this uh, situation. Right. And just looking ahead, um, you know, uh, in terms of the T20 World Cup, um, do you think the situation will be such that, um, I know no, no dates, it's just a vague um, outline of October, November. I think they've said that T20 World, World Cup will take place in India. Um, do you think it's too early to make a call on whether you think fans will be allowed or a limited number of fans will be allowed? What what are your expectations or thoughts or hopes? Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly hoping that we are allowed because I think that'll be great for the media also to get some live um, action from the stadium. But I, I think that's certainly a lot of time away. Uh, it's in the second half of the year. So hopefully by then, if all the protocols are followed, if all the health and safety standards are followed that are prescribed by the government, I think... Uh, we should be in good stead to sort of make sure that um, you know the T Twenty World Cup happens in uh, in a smooth fashion, and I think it's very important because it's not we're not talking about just a bilateral series where two teams are going to be here. Uh, so many different countries, so many different players from various countries, their media houses, uh, their support staff. It'll, it'll be a whole lot of logistical issues if um, the pandemic continues to be present. And I think the BCC will do everything to make sure that um, you know by the time the World Cup uh, you know, sort of arrives. Uh, everything's in place, and uh, we have all our plans and strategies to make sure that uh, it, it happens in a smooth fashion. So I'm just hoping that everything clears out by then, and uh, we can get to watch some live cricket from the stadium. And um, in terms of a trial run, uh, maybe they could use the IPL. I know no decisions been made whether it's going to be staged in India in April, but. Um, IPL talk around the media has already started in terms of uh, players being uh, dropped or not selected or re-signed. Um, I was surprised that it started so early. Are you surprised? Um, not really. I think uh, we were all expecting the auction to happen right after the Syed Mushtaq Ali trophy. And uh, that's actually one of the reasons why BCCI decided to sort of make sure that the that the Said Musakali happens sometime in Jan because the, the teams can do their scouting and, uh, you know, by the time February arrives or, you know, sort of the third week of February is we're hearing is when the IPL auction will take place. So, teams have their strategies in place. They know who they want to pick. So, in a sense, I think that's fine. And uh, they probably want to give it a month, month and a half later to figure out how teams can get together for practice and uh, then have a, have a good IPL. Uh, according to what we're hearing, uh, Mumbai might be hosting the IPL uh, because they have around two to three stadiums which can host the matches. But otherwise, also, I, I think we're still a good two, a good one and a half, two months away. So, hopefully, again, everything clears by then and uh, BCCI do host the tournament in India because it's certainly a different feeling uh, than uh, the tournament happening, else, happening elsewhere. And uh, I was just looking at the list of uh, players that's been released. I, can, I think the biggest list is for... Uh, your boys, uh, uh, Royal Challengers. Um, did you have any input into uh, the uh, release of so many players? I know what your thoughts were at the end of the IPL. Um, I was surprised with the number that's been released. I, I wasn't too surprised, if I'm being honest, because, uh, look, I mean, Chris Morris and Aaron Fitch are probably two of the biggest names among there, uh, apart from Umesh Yadav. 
Um, Aaron Finch, obviously, you know, he started with, I mean, when he did come into the side, uh, Mike Hessen spoke so much about how he brings in promise with the leadership aspect and in terms of uh, the firepower that he offers at the top of the order. But um, in a sense, you know, right through IPL, he sort of flattered to receive. He scored just about 250 odd runs in 12 matches. Uh, he lost his place towards the end. Um, Chris Morris, uh, a slightly injury-prone player. We paid 10 crore for him in the auction. Obviously, mm. with uh, Daniel Sams coming to the side uh, in a trade, uh, we, he's a like-for-like replacement for Isuru Udana. Umesh Yadav, I think, was certainly not uh, in his prime at all in the last season. And uh, we're sort of going to be depending on New India, in a sense, you know, with Siraj and Saini doing so well mm. in Australia. Mm. Uh, and Harshal Patel also now added to that mix. I think uh, we're going to be depending on those three for uh, a lot of the bowling. Um, and uh, yeah, in a sense, I don't think it was very surprising. Probably the only uh, exclusion, in my opinion, which was slightly surprising was that of Moin Ali, because uh, an all-rounder is a very important commodity in T20 cricket. Um, having said that, again, you know, there wasn't place for him in the last uh, two seasons. And uh, again, with, with the top four positions uh, sort of nailed down, um, we're probably hopefully going to be looking for someone like a Maxwell or someone like a Krishna Pagautam to give us that uh, firepower towards the end. So, not too surprised with the re uh, releases. And uh, we have the second highest purse in the auction. So, hoping uh, for some very good buys uh, this year. And if the uh, ownership of the challenges is listening, uh, you do a lot, lot worse than a percent on that auction advising you. I highly recommend uh, um, uh, you hiring Prasan if um, uh, the management is listening because um, you just have to listen to our podcasts and he, he never gets it wrong, trust me. So uh, there's a shout out uh, to the challengers. Um, get some expertise there uh, because it's about time you made the finals if not won the trophy. Obviously, we'll be talking about the IPL and the changes in a lot more detail. Most of our show was taken quite rightly with the best win ever. I keep uh, improving it, don't I? It's the best win ever away now, making it best win. So I'm changing my mind as we speak. Uh, but um, you mentioned the Shahid Mustakali trophy. Uh, last time we mentioned, um, you weren't sure if your boys would get into the quarterfinals. They have. So you still got uh, skin in the game, as they say. Um, I don't know about the coverage um, and uh, how much you've had time to follow it, considering what else is happening. Uh, but you must be happy at least that your boys are made it in the quarterfinals. It will be a tough game against Punjab, but um, uh, definitely winnable with, with the team you've got. Yeah, well, I mean, to be very honest, I think uh, Karnataka haven't been entirely convincing in the tournament so far. We obviously got through by this Krafafar Nick. Um, you know, if Saurashtra had won against Rajasthan in the last league stage match that there was, uh, we wouldn't yeah. have even made the quarterfinals. So purely based on net run rate, again, I think it's a whole case of RCB all over again. We're having to depend on net run rate. Um, but, uh, I mean, to be very honest, I think the batsmen haven't really fired this season. Um, it's been just bits and pieces. I think Devdath Padikar is the only one who's... I think he's the only batsman in the top 15 top run scorers um, this season. So, the Karnataka batsmen have been slightly um, off colour, so to say. And uh, hopefully, Punjab, on the other hand, have looked really, really good. You know, the batsmen um, have scored very well. Mandeep Singh, their captain, is in great form. Um, and um, I, I think it's going to be a very, very tough match. And uh, hopefully, I mean, this is going to be the first match of Karnataka's that's going to be on TV. So, um, oh. just hoping that our boys somehow pull through and, uh, you know, put up a good performance against Punjab and make the semis. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned Punjab played 5-1-5, five, five, but I think your boys only lost one. And I'm pretty sure, if you, you can correct me, it was to Punjab, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we did lose against Punjab, yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, like you said, I think um, being uh, title holders, um, getting to the quarterfinals, then it becomes anybody's game. So uh, fair play. Yeah, my boys, uh, Sharastra, I, I was checking that result, actually, and I thought we might have a shout out. I didn't know about the run run rate, but after the defeat, I knew that uh, chance had gone. Uh, but um, the other surprising thing it was that the, the, the quarterfinals are on, uh, well, two of the quarterfinals are on um, Republic's Day. Is that normal to have sports in, on Republic's Day? I thought it was a national holiday. I know it doesn't matter now because everything's closed, but um, uh, it, is that normal to play uh, cricket or any sport on Republic's Day? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think uh, they're looking at anything, you know, very specific in that sense. I think it's more to do with the quarantine period. Uh, okay. Because the league stage matches did end around 19th and they needed a one one week quarantine period in Ahmedabad and uh, it happens to end on 26th, so 25th. Uh, so I, I think they'll have one practice session or maybe two and uh, then they'll probably get straight to the match on 26th. So I don't think public holidays matter to cricket anymore. Uh, actually, it works in favour of the broadcasters because a lot more people will be at home. Uh, they'll get to watch the matches along with their family and friends. So I think it's it's a win-win for everyone in that sense. Yeah, and uh, you've got your day sorted out. You can watch the parade. I don't know if there's going to be a parade uh, in Rajpat. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening. You might be able to tell me. But you can watch that uh, celebration in the morning and then watch the cricket. So not a bad uh, 26th coming up for you. Uh, but um, it's... You know, it's one of these special podcasts I've been really looking forward to speak to you about after that amazing victory. I know we've had a few days to uh, come to terms with it because I think on the day the emotions were still high. Uh, I think my blood pressure was still high. Uh, but um, now that we've had time to uh, think about it, it's been uh, really uh, good to talk to you about that victory and um, the amazing win. And I'm glad the Test Cricket is live and kicking thanks to India. Um, but um, yeah, um, in terms, we changed this, uh, with the show in terms of um, I needed that piece of advice or Tim Payne needed that piece of advice. Um, but um, how's your week been otherwise? In uh, I, know, I know you've been busy today. Um, how's it been? Yeah, I think it's been pretty good. Uh, we were all waiting to see what happens in the test match. Uh, that was all that we, we were focusing on. But now we're moving towards obviously the Saizmush Akali and uh, I mean after that we're going to be moving to the India England series and then the IPL auction. So I think it's a it's a it's packed it's a packed schedule and um, really looking forward to it in a sense. Um, I, it, it's pretty chilly here in Bangalore actually in the mornings and evenings. So um, well, it hasn't been raining for quite a while. Uh, I, I think that's that's good for us because it it allows us to go out for our jogs and walks a little bit more. Um, so. Hoping, hoping everything turns out good and uh, we have some very good cricket coming up uh, here. Yeah, it'll be hard to live up to what we've seen in the past week, but uh, uh, if it gets anywhere close, uh, it'll be amazing. Um, I just want to leave um, from the quote, uh, end this show with the quote from uh, Justin Langan. I'm sure if it's not already made into a T-shirt, I'm going to put it out there as a T-shirt. Never, ever, ever underestimate the Indians. Um, I think that needs to be made, made into a T-shirt that everybody can wear proudly and from Justin Langer. Uh, fantastic, uh, Prasan. Um, it's really, really good uh, to talk to you again. Like I said, um, I've been on a high since that day and um, it's been fantastic week. And hopefully, like you said, we can see a lot more cricket of the same standard 
um, coming up as well. But thank you for your time today, my friend. Really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. As always, lovely to chat with you. And uh, obviously, we had to discuss that win. I mean, we were texting about it the whole time. I even, I mean, I, I, I think I predicted a draw because we were all thinking it's going to rain for like two sessions. But uh, turns out it didn't and it didn't for good because India pulled off that win and uh, it was great to chat about it and obviously everything else cricket. So, thanks a lot for having me and uh, see you next time. Thank you. Take care, man.